0: you are listening to Words of Encouragement, the preaching ministry from the pulpit of the First Baptist Church of Winsboro, Louisiana. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Today, on Words of Encouragement. Well, it is good to be here with you uh, on this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, as we move in, or as we continue walking through Advent season together, uh, I want to share with you this morning, I've entitled this, Prepare Ye the Way of the Lord, Prepare Ye the Way of the Lord, Preparation. Hmm. I love to enjoy events, but I'm not one that is good at preparing for an event. I I mean, I can do what I'm told, but do not give me the full responsibility of what goes where and when it will happen. Just ask me to move a chair. I can do that. Ask me uh, to put up a poster. I can do that. Just do not ask me to plan the entire event. I will mess it up in some way. (laughs) Give me one task. And let me roll with it. I'll be fine. Well, today we're talking about preparing for the coming of the Lord. If you would, I want to ask that you stand in honor of the reading of the Word of God from Mark, Mark's Gospel, Mark's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. The Bible says, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, behold, I send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way? The voice of one crying in the wilderness, make ready the way of the Lord, make His paths straight. May God bless the reading of His Word. I invite you to be seated Well, first, I want us to see that Malachi foretells the sending of John the Baptist. Look at verse 2. It says, Behold, I send, or as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. Now, these words are from Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. And actually, as a side note, this is the only place where Mark refers to the Old Testament in his gospel account. Uh, Now, it says Isaiah, uh, in some translations it says, as it is written in the prophets. Uh, Some Bible scholars believe that uh, Isaiah used Malachi's words, uh, and then, so he was quoted here by Mark. Uh, But uh, you find these words in Malachi, well, John the Baptist was sent ahead of the coming of Jesus. He was sent to prepare the people for the coming of Christ they needed to be ready. First, they needed to know that He was coming soon. Second, they needed to be prepared for His coming. It is very important that the people know that He is coming. Well, how can they prepare for the one who is coming if they don't know He's coming? I mean, how do you prepare for an unexpected guest? I mean, that's impossible. Now, I know growing up there were ladies in the church uh, at First Baptist Vivian. They were always prepared. Their house was immaculate. They were always ready for some unexpected visitor. But most of us don't do that. Most of us do not live that way. Uh, We're not ready. So, how do you prepare for the coming of someone you do not know about? Well, they needed to know about this. And this is why John is sent. Notice the words are, before thy Face. Uh, other translations translated to say "ahead of you," uh, and that's what uh, this uh, the NASB says. Uh, but as we look at uh, when we look at the King James version of the Bible, uh, we find uh, that it says, "Behold, I send my messenger before thy face." I like that. This is exactly what is meant. Before the face of Jesus was seen the face of John the Baptist would be seen. John is to prepare people for the coming of Christ. As a child of God, as followers of Jesus, we have been given a similar task of helping others to know and prepare for the second coming of Christ. Before Jesus comes, people need to see our face. Well, you may think, "Oh well, no, I don't want to do that. Oh, no, they need to hear from you that Jesus is coming. Uh, else... Otherwise, they will not know. They cannot be prepared if they do not know. So they need to see us. They need to hear from us about the love of God. They need to hear it in our words, but also see it in our actions and reactions. They have a need to see the love of God, the love of Jesus lived out before them on a continual basis. We, you and I, Have been sent out before the faces of a lost world so that they may be ready for the coming of the Lord. We are the ones who are to help others know and prepare for the coming of the Lord. To be forgiven of one's sins is no small matter. All sins that any of us share in are against God. We answer to Him for our actions. If you have been saved, then there is a greater weight of responsibility on you because you are now a part of God's family. You have placed yourself under His guidance, His care, and His manner of living. Through your life, others are supposed to see Christ and be prepared for His second coming into this world. Your duty, my duty, is to live a life that is pleasing to God and to prepare others to also be prepared for His coming. You have been saved and sent into the world to prepare the world for Jesus' coming. That's the first thing I want you to see this morning. You have been saved and sent into the world to prepare the world for Jesus' coming. Well, the next thing we see is that Isaiah foretells the purpose of John the Baptist. Look at verse 3. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Make his path straight. Make his path straight. First we see the voice of one crying in the wilderness. In other words, he is a lone voice in a wilderness. There are no other voices speaking about the coming of the Lord. There's nobody out there saying he's coming, he's coming. He's the only one. He is the messenger. Now, the scriptures had foretold that Jesus was coming. They knew that He was coming, but they didn't know how soon. And John the Baptist is saying, He's coming. He's coming soon. He's coming. He's coming. Let me let you know that a time is coming when we will be lone voices in the wilderness of this world. No one will be talking about Jesus coming again, and it will be up to you and to me to speak out, to say something about the fact that Jesus is coming again. Already we have Christian brothers and sisters who've been led astray, who have lost focus and speak of the politics of our nation more than they do Jesus himself. Listen, people need to know who Jesus is and that he's coming again. The time for us to speak has, or to speak up has come, but is not yet gone. There is still time for us to tell others about him. If you can hear me today, you still have time to tell someone about Jesus. Notice Jesus' purpose is to, or John's purpose rather, is to prepare the way of the Lord. This word prepare means to make ready or suitable or equip in advance for a particular purpose or for some use, event, or other purpose. Just as time is taken to prepare your home for guests, John is to prepare the hearts of people for the coming of Christ. This making of his paths straight. This preparation is exactly that, a preparation of hearts. Building a road is very much like the preparation God must do in our hearts. They're both expensive. They're, uh, they, they both cost something. They both must deal with many different problems and environments. And they both take an, take an expert engineer. Take someone who knows what they're talking about. John's message was that the people should repent, change their minds, forsake their sins in order to receive the remission of sins. Otherwise, they would be in no position to receive the Lord. Only holy people are able to appreciate the Holy Son of God. You and I must make it clear in a loving and caring way to all we know that God is willing and ready and can forgive them of their sins. He is able and stands waiting for them to come to Him and simply ask, Will you forgive me for my sins? Those without Christ must be prepared, must be prepared for when Jesus comes again. They will only be ready if someone has shared the gospel with them and they have an opportunity to respond. This is Lottie Moon Offering Day Sunday. I mean, this is when we bring our offerings to the Lord. This is a day when usually we're able to have a missionary speaker with us. Uh, and For those of you who are listening, we had one, but we were unable to share with you on the radio his sharing with us. But Lottie Moon, who who, who is Lottie Moon? Lottie Moon was a young lady who grew up feeling the strong urge of the Lord calling her uh, at one point to go to China. And she knew that people in China needed to hear about Jesus. And she went to prepare, him, or to prepare those people for His second coming. They needed to hear about Him. She knew about Him. She took Him to them. On Christmas Eve, she was returning to America and she passed away. Some records indicate malnutrition as the cause. She gave her food away over there when people needed food. And she ate a little less. So some feel it was malnutrition, others states dementia. But she gave her life serving the Lord in a foreign country. You and I, you and I must give our lives to the Lord, to serving the Lord, whether we're here, whether He leads us here in in Winsboro or to China or somewhere else. But through the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering in 2021, I need you to know some things. You supported 3,650 missionaries. There were 592,408 people who heard the gospel. 22,744 new churches were formed. There are 176,795 new believers because you give to the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering. There were one hundred and seven seven hundred. Let's say one hundred and seven thousand seven hundred and one baptisms, and there were ninety three new people groups and places that were engaged, and that was because you gave to the Lottie Moon Christmas Offering. That's because you gave to make sure that missionaries could stay on the field and stay there and do the work uh, that they that they are called to do. They are able to do that because you gave. You are a part of sharing the gospel when you give to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. You are a part of preparing the way of the Lord. You are a part of preparing hearts for Jesus to come again. This life that God has given to us must be lived out for Him. Nothing is more important than Him. You and I have the same responsibility that John the Baptist had preparing hearts for the coming of the, of the Lord and, and the same uh, responsibility that Lottie Moon had in preparing people for the coming of Christ. My question for you this morning is, how are you fulfilling your purpose in God's family beyond giving financial feet to the gospel? How are you helping prepare others' hearts for the coming of Jesus? What are you doing Sure, you can give money, and that does make a difference. Amen. But giving yourself in the service of the Lord, sharing the gospel with those who need to hear, is that something you're doing? You've been saved and you've been sent into the world to prepare the world for Jesus' coming. And you have been sent into the world to share the message of Jesus' coming, to prepare people's hearts, and to share that, by sharing the message. So what are you doing today? What are you doing today? Are you giving your life to the sharing of the gospel so that people may be prepared, so that people will be prepared when Jesus comes again? I can't imagine Him coming again and not being ready. I can't imagine that he, him coming again, and your neighbors aren't ready. Your family is not ready. Your friends are not ready. What are you doing to prepare hearts for the coming of Jesus? My prayer for you today is that you're doing something. As I've said so many times before, I tell you what, as I've said so many times before, Christmas is the easiest time for, in which you can share about who Jesus is. I mean, it's the easiest time of the year. Let us speak up. Let us say something. Let us do something that shares with others about Jesus coming into the world, dying on a cross, being buried, but then raising to life again. His death, His burial, His resurrection. What are we doing to share with people about what Jesus did for us. What are we doing to help people to know that when He comes again, they can be ready, ready to go with Him? My prayer is that you're doing something. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we come to You today. We give You thanks, O God, for the sending of Your Son, Jesus. And Lord, we ask, O Father, that You would help us to share the good news with those who need to hear it. Father, help us to help others to be prepared for your coming again. Please, Lord, we ask these things in Jesus name. Amen. What a joy and a privilege <laughs> I say, what a joy and a privilege uh, to be able to be here with you today. Uh, during this advent season. I do hope that things are going well for you and your home. And that, in some way, you are pointing people to Jesus. You are preparing hearts for the second coming of Christ. Let me say something right now. I, I, I am praying for you. Uh, I know sometimes in fa- family gatherings, uh, things do not always go well. Uh, everybody has their own opinion, and everybody seems to want to share it, and everybody seems to think they're all right. Uh, in, in other words, all correct in their thinking. Well. My prayer for you is that maybe some reconciliation, some patience could be shared with those members during the holidays. Uh, you know, it does, things do not have to spiral down the tubes. <laughs> things do not have to spiral out of control. Uh, I'm praying for you and your family uh, that uh, things will go smoothly and that you can truly focus on Christ during this Christmas season. Remember, you can find out more information about First Baptist Church by going to fbcwinsboro.com. That's fbcwinsboro.com. And you'll find information about our church. You can even watch uh, John and Friends, a special evening of Christmas music. You can catch the choir's performance of I Call Him Lord. Uh, a lot going on right there on the website. So go to FBCwinsboro.com and see what you can find. Uh, Well, uh, for me, Craig Beeman, I just want to say to you who are listening, Merry Christmas, and I hope that you have a happy new year.